Hello everyone. Welcome to the Oracle Moon Collective Energy Reading for the month of April. So I chose to begin doing these collective readings because it felt pretty essential at this time of uncertainty and disarray and disconnection to be pulling the threads together. And so I've been very inspired by that feeling and that concept. And I feel that much of my work right now is about weaving things together for people in various ways. So one of the ways in which that looks is beginning to do these collective readings, these readings for the collective. Um, and I'm excited to explore this because I use and call upon so many different methods of divination in my practice. I definitely work with tarot cards. I've had a deck since I was seven years old and have been reading and playing with them since that time. I have runestones. I have various oracle decks that are not related to tarot. I use astrology quite often. And the celestial goings-on are very important to me. I use bibliomancy and tassiomancy, and so the list goes on. But all of that is to say that I feel very called to work with these different aspects of divination to offer a reading for everybody at this time. I think often we are all experiencing something akin to one another, and that's not a surprise to me. We are much more connected than we think, and I think that this is a time in particular in which people might be feeling the palpability of that. So with all of that said, thank you for joining me. Thank you for walking with me, and thank you for listening. So I'm going to jump into the reading for this particular month, the month of April 2020. And yeah, I'm excited to share with you what come what has come up. So I actually utilize two different methods of divination this time. I called upon the Pythia Botanica Oracle deck, as well as my rune stones, which are technically not stone. Um, they are made with yellow birch, hand carved by my friends of Ancestral Thread. And I will make links to both of these in the show notes, in the recording notes. So, um, it's interesting. I <laughs> um, shuffled the cards asking for a message for the collective at this time. And I also shook my runes and asked the same thing. And what came up was something very beautiful and very interconnected. So the um, Pythia Botanica deck that I pulled is Bethroot. Bethroot is a species of trillium. Um, a spring ephemeral that grows in the woods on the forest floor. 
And the message of this card is reflect, emit. I also pulled from my bag of runes the Eowaz stone, which is very beautiful for this particular full moon that we're about to have tomorrow, um, which we're feeling the full growing light today. And we've been feeling that growth of full moon light and energy for the past few days, especially. But we will definitely be under its glow for the rest of the week. So the Bethroot card and the Awas stone are very deeply intertwined and share a very similar message, which I will transmit for you now. So in um, the Pythia Botanica mythology, this Bethroot card symbolizes that we must adopt the powers of those surrounding us as our own. Possess the brilliance of our coven and beam it back upon all adversaries. Be the bearer of a blinding amulet. And so this card is really calling us to connect, not just willy-nilly connection, but strong-rooted connection to the people that we are most resonant with and most intimate with. These are the friendships that maybe even you're not talking every day, but that vibrate to your particular song, no matter what the circumstances. You know, I think everyone has this experience of maybe, you know, having a friend that they haven't spoken to in like 10 years. And then as soon as they get together again, it's as if no time has passed. And so that's the type of connection that I really encourage you to foster and to actively pour love into. So this isn't a time to simply acknowledge that you have these connections, even if it's just one or two people. Um, this is going beyond acknowledgement to really creating a network with these people, with your, as this booklet says, coven. Um, this is a time in which we're all feeling, as I mentioned at the beginning of this recording, uncertain, unsteady. Um, this is a time in which there's a lot of room for growth and there's also a lot of room for fear. So it's extremely important that we are connecting with the people that we truly resonate with, not the people that aren't giving us the time of day not the people that we think we want to be or want to know, but the people that always have our backs. And so this is really a call to come down to earth and be honest with your connections and get in touch. Get in touch with the people that you love and where that relationship is reciprocal. Um, and then start to you know, see where the connection leads you in terms of asking for support and offering support and in terms of envisioning or dreaming about the next steps. And there's a lot that can be exchanged right now. I mean, we can't necessarily be connecting face-to-face -face with one another, but 
we can connect through so many different modalities that really express emotion and that express intimacy and that express love. And I think everyone has a different way of doing that. But this is a time of creative thinking. Um, something that I really associate with Trillium, again, Bethroot is a species of Trillium, is this creative process. It's very connected to the pelvic region of the body and the reproductive organs in all people. Um, and so again, this creative, rooted, deeply grounded, very um, honest place within us. So again, it's really nice to think about and start opening up your mind to the ways in which you can start creatively connecting with people and truly connecting. Like who, if you can imagine this, this might be a funny way to think about it, but like who would you be making like blood pacts with? Trillium connects us into our blood. So, you know, I feel like everyone has seen Practical Magic or <laughs> some other movie in which people are making these packs with each other by like cutting their fingers and then putting their blood together and being like, we are one and we're unbreakable because of this blood bond. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be literal blood relations, but these people that we're willing to share this like deep intimacy with, you know, like that's a huge offering of intimacy. That's a huge um, connection to be making. And so what are those threads? Who do those belong to for you? Really consider that. Like, who are the people that would actually cut their hand and like shake hands with your blood as well? Who would that be? Um, and Trillium asks us to be there so that we can make this collective quilt, um, this collective barrier, this sense of protection and unity from all corners of the earth against a time in which feels scary, a time in which we're unsure of how we're going to walk into the next month, let alone the next few days or the next week. So there's this phrase that's being passed around a lot and it's being used in really authentic and genuine ways. And then I've also heard it being used on like car commercials and things like that. Um, but the phrase is, we are in this together. And so consider about who that togetherness is with, because this is a seriously intimate time. This is a really bonded time. And so we have to really think about that. Who are we actually deeply bonded with? Um, and using that connection, using that bond as what will pull us and protect us and reshape our worlds on the other side of this, which is like <laughs> so uncertain. We have no idea what the other side is or when it will happen or anything. So we have to be working together. And that brings me into Eowaz, which is a symbol of harmony, teamwork, and loyalty. We are entering into a full moon in Libra tomorrow. And now that I'm talking about this, I'm realizing that my trillium essence, 
that I made a few years ago in 2014 was made under a blood moon, um, a Libra full moon blood moon when I was traveling through Tennessee. So, okay, there's something really magical and connective about this um, <laughs> that I'm only now just realizing as I'm sharing this all with you. And so, again, this is about resonance and harmony. This isn't about, you know, tossing... It's not about tossing something into the mix that is, like, contrary. I think that this is a really important time to be working together. So that idea of teamwork, to be threading our own powers and our own magics and our own beliefs together. And the way that we can really do that in a harmonious way is thinking about how a choir does that. You know, not everyone is a soprano. Not everyone is an alto. Not everyone is a tenor. But there are tenors and there are altos and there are sopranos and they all have their own piece of the puzzle and piece of the song to work upon and then they do that separately and when they come together it's so deeply beautiful and harmonious this sound that resonates when all of these different groups of people who all recognize each other but are all you know in their own kind of um connective like grouping when they all come together then the sound and the magic and the medicine of that is just uncomparable. And so this is a really important time to be thinking about that. Like you can even think about it in terms of that metaphor if you want. Like if you know that you are an alto, like who are the other altos? Who else resonates with you? It doesn't have to be so literal, but thinking about it in terms of a chorus or a choir and what our roles are, our unique roles. And we're not alone, you know, like if you're an herbalist, there are tons of herbalists. And even within herbalism, there are all these different um, kind of like subsections. And if you are a painter, you know, there are many different kinds of painters. So there are all these different subgenres of painting. And so who are the people that like, you don't have to all be doing the same exact thing, but who are the people that are on your team? Because this is about teamwork and it's about harmonizing, um, especially under a Libra full moon, which is all about balance and harmony and working together and being in relationship and showing that relationship is like what brings change about in the world. Libra is the first time in the whole zodiac that we are confronted with the other. And from that place, it's like all of this larger work gets done. From the first house until the seventh house, which is the house that Libra rules traditionally um, and Venus, it's all about interpersonal growth. It's all about the self and growing the self and becoming aware. And then from Libra onwards to the twelfth house, it's all about the other and the other gets bigger and larger and larger. And so we're at this point right now where we're being asked to connect to these people that really reflect our values back and reflect our love and reciprocate back to us that really harmonize with us so that we can build a structure from that. We can build and grow stronger and grow more grounded within our practice 
to open it up into larger avenues, to open it up into larger venues, to open it up into larger communities. Um, and so this is a really beautiful time to consider the people that you are most loyal to and that are most loyal to you and be giving them the type of Venusian care and love that they deserve and that you deserve in turn. And so again, Venus as a planet, being the ruler of Libra is very much in our sphere right now. Um, and she will be conjoined with the moon tomorrow. And they love being together because they both love luxuriating and beauty and decadence and growth and like sensuality and all of these things are very much loved by the moon and by Venus. So Venus, you can take her kind of energy and mythology as a cue to how to connect more authentically or more um, intentionally, maybe is a better way to say it, with the people that you feel this kind of death root connection to, this harmonious connection to. Um, we offer love, we offer sentiment, we offer flowers, we offer things that feel really nourishing, but also taste really good. <laughs> and so use these metaphors of, you know, something that is nourishing, but tastes good. It doesn't necessarily have to be a food. It could be something that kind of evokes that. Um, but Venus is musical. Venus is poetry. Venus is art. Venus is all kinds of these expressions of the creative. Um, and so you can think about that when you're trying to connect with the people that you harmonize with, like, how do you build this connection? How do you nourish it? How do you feed each other? And sometimes that food, especially right now, I would say is not as literal as it could be. <laughs> um, although we might be literally feeding one another, which is also a beautiful and Venusian and harmonious thing to do. But anything that you can offer to your crew, your team, your kindreds at this time is going to be of the most magical, most wonderful, most potent, um, it's going to be just so potently healing and so motivating and inspiring and connective. And so I highly encourage you to do that. And all of this will be kind of a way to stave off the doldrums and stave off the fear and maybe the loneliness that some people are feeling at this time. This is all a way to build together and to build in unison and to have that harmony come forth and be the thing that's maybe not weapon, but that's protective, that's shield, that's pulling us through this time or pushing us through this time over to the other side. And we don't need to know what's over there yet. In fact, I think it's not even necessarily as important to know that as much as it's important to know who your people are right now. Who are your kindreds? Who are they really? And be honest with yourself about that. Like Trillium is pretty serious, I would say. Um, on the other side of its creative potential, it also holds so much death. 
And so this is a really nice time to be releasing the people that don't totally resonate with you or that you feel like you have to try too hard to be around or kind of like change yourself to be with. Um, let and take the cue from Bethrut to start to move through, um, you know, not giving them so much of your attention at the very least and at the kind of like most concentrated point of that to completely just make boundaries around them, cut them out of your life even. Um, so the last things that I want to end on are remembering the people that are in your section of the choir and start to practice your piece together, whatever that piece is. Don't forget to nourish those parts of your choir and also those places in yourself that need to have a little extra bit of beauty and love and care. Um, and remember that it's through this harmony, this connection, these threads that we are going to make it through whatever is going on collectively right now and individually. I would definitely recommend working with Trillium as a flower essence, as a plant ally. Um, some other ones that are coming up are Smoky Quartz, which is a gemstone essence, um, and Honeysuckle is also coming up to the forefront as all plant essences to think about working with or stones or plants to just go and sit with. Um, honeysuckle is definitely starting to come out around here. It's not in bloom yet, but the vines are really vibrant and green. Um, the trilliums, all their flowers have passed at this point by me, um, but their leaves are still around. So if you can access the forest floor by you, then I would recommend that. And other things that I would recommend are just anything that brings sweetness, um, anything that brings solidity and sweetness into your relationships, I would highly recommend investing in both of those things. And that can be quite literal as well. So that's it. Um, I really appreciate everyone and their support and all of the people that I know and who I don't know that are working together to bring some inspiration and beauty into this time, I think that's deeply what's needed and that's very much what's happening with this season as well. We are in the springtime and it is beautiful and things are blooming and it is a time of life and rebirth and so the more that we can embody that ourselves, I think the easier it will be to understand what our roles are and to not fear so much. Um, it's important to have something to lean on at this time. So yes, I will end the recording here. Thank you again for tuning in. I hope this finds each of you well. It's an honor and a pleasure to read for you. And until next time, I'm wishing you a beautiful, beautiful full moon 
and a beautiful rest of the month of April. Signing off.